0: Acts chapter 10, verse 1 through 6, amen, Acts chapter 10, verse 1 through verse 6. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a satyrian of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people. And prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him. And saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodges with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou ought to do. He will tell thee what thou ought to do. And I want to minister to you from this thought today the man in the band. The man in the band. Father, again, we give praise to you this morning, God. Your grace is sufficient for us, God, and there is none like you, God. You are indeed the glory and the lifter of our head, God. We come before you today, God, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Lord, we thank you for every mother that is in this place today, Lord. We. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace and mercy towards us, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, uh, sweet heavenly dove, Lord, let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed uh, and renewed and refreshed in the Holy Ghost, God. And we will give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise, O God, and all the thanksgiving we can muster, O God, to just say thank you one more time, God. Sweet Holy Spirit, stay with us, God, again, seeking wisdom of you, Lord, this day, God. God in Jesus name amen and you may be seated amen the man in the band. Amen. I know this is is a unique title, and I know that as you begin to think, it's Mother's Day. Pastor, why are you talking about the man in the band? Amen. And and it throws you off, amen, a little bit here. But hopefully by the end of the day you can see something here uh, that will correlate a little bit with Mother's Day as well. When we begin to look at the book of Acts, we know that the book of Acts is the only book in the Bible that tells us how to be saved. Amen. Acts folds to us the Acts of the Apostles. It began to show us the things that they began to carry out what Jesus Christ had shown them to do. We know that the church had a division. It was separated by by what you might call Jews versus the Gentiles. But they failed to realize that God had said that He would engraft in. Amen. The Bible lets us know that God so loved the world that He gave His own Begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We see that this man Cornelius today in the scripture, for some reason, he's brought to the forefront. And I like to always tell people that the gospel was first preached to the Gentiles in the military, in military housing. <laughs> so all you soldiers, sailors, they're my marines. You should feel great that God used you first to bring the gospel to the Gentiles. Amen. So here we see a man of great character uh, by the name of Cornelius. Amen. We see that. We don't see a lot about Cornelius other than what the Bible brings out about him in the 10th chapter here. But personally, I believe that Cornelius is the same man that we read about. In the Gospel of Matthew, in the eighth chapter. Amen. I we know that there was another centurion, and the Bible lets us know that this centurion came to Jesus because he had a servant that was sick, and he came to Jesus and asked him if he would heal his servant. And Jesus says, I will come with you. And he says, No, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should even come under my roof. He says, I'm a man under authority, and I have soldiers. I say that this one, come, and he comes, and this one goes, and he goes, and this one do this, and he does it. And Jesus says, I have not found so greater faith, no, and not in all of Israel. And he said to the centurion, go your way, amen, and as you have believed, so shall it be done unto you. And we know that his servant was healed from that very moment. And so I draw my conclusion that this same centurion Amen. Would be Cornelius, amen, on this side uh, in the book of Acts because of the character traits that each one of them broke. They're, they're both soldiers. They're both in the Italian band. They're are both fear and God-serving men. They're both humble, and they're both obedient, and they're both givers, and they're both faithful. And so we see with Cornelius, uh, on the other hand, you see, he would not have received the Holy Ghost back on that side because the Bible lets us know that the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. And so once Jesus was dead and buried and rose again, now we receive the Holy Ghost. And so this man's faithfulness would cause God to to visit him here. And so we see these character traits uh, of of, uh, Cornelius. And I want to talk about those three points this morning uh, of this faithful man. Notice he's listed as a devout man. You see, he's a worshiper of God. You see, his whole household is devout. Amen. And those that are serving under him are listed as being devout. Uh, When God tells him to send and call for Simon Peter, he summons one of his soldiers and he's another devout man. You see, under your household you find that there are devoutness uh, to be brought forth. Uh, And this is one of the reasons I think that motherhood uh, is so important to, uh, to the home. Amen. Today, let me talk to you a second here. You see, one of the things that is starting to take place today is the home seems to be without uh, Character. And the Bible speaks that a mother is to be the keeper of the home, and the world has tried to play this thing that if you stay home and you don't work, then what is taking place is that uh, the male species is trying to keep you suppressed and keep you under subjection. But that's not what the Scripture is saying. You can be in the workforce, but, but here, what I'm trying to see here today, the problem is, is like a lack of Character are like a training if you're not there. Amen. But the mother is responsible to educate and train in the ways of character in the home. She has the responsibility to be show her children justice. Amen. How to be fair and impartial. She has this responsibility. She has the responsibility to teach her children how to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. She needs to teach them how to endure, how to put up with some things, uh, how to hold fast. Amen. She has the responsibility to teach them how to be discreet, uh, to be dependable each and every day. She has to teach them how to be the decisive uh, in the decision-making process. Uh, she needs to teach them how to have good sound judgment uh, and to have good sense. Uh, she needs to teach them how the how to have bearing. In other words, she needs to teach them how to sit, uh, how to stand, how to walk, uh, how to act. Uh. These counter traits seem to be being avoided today. Amen. She needs to teach them how to be unselfish, uh, to not put it all upon themselves, but to, uh, uh, to share with others, and to not be selfish, but to be unselfish. Uh, she needs to teach them how to be courageous, uh, to have physical courage and moral Courage, uh, Amen. She needs to have to show them the knowledge of God. She need to teach them how to have good sound knowledge. She need to teach them how to be loyal, how to be ethical, how to be truthful, how to have tact and take initiative, and to have integrity. When we look at this, uh, Timothy's mother and grandmother. The Bible says that they were both uh, had unfeigned faith. In other words, they had genuine faith. Amen. And so as a result here, to be able to have the understanding of the devoutness uh, and to worship God in spirit uh, and in truth. Amen. Then the household must have that devoutness in it from the beginning. And I think that's where motherhood is important. Amen. Is to teach the right way in the home. Amen. And we see in Cornelius here he's a devout man. Is in Our home, amen, is devoted to the fear and the servant of God. When two walk together, when husband and wife are walking together, amen, they can begin to establish uh, a rule of character within their house, amen, on any day and any given time. We see that Cornelius is a given man. The Bible lets us know that he gave much uh, to the people as well. Jesus says in Luke 6:38, "Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, for with the same measure that you measure a give, it shall be meet to you again. You see, a mother is a giver. she's a giver of her time. she's a giver of herself. she's a giver of her understanding to others. She's a giver to her children and their home. Amen. Because without her given, then there is no home. She represents the church. She represents the ones that educate. She represents the ones that bring understanding and knowledge to the body. Amen. You see, the Bible lets us know in Proverbs 29, 18 that where there's no vision, the people perish. Where there's no prophetic word, the people perish. And motherhood, and mothers are designed to forefront, to show forth that which is to come. They are responsible to train their children so that the child can see clearly what is ahead of them, what they will face in life, what they will go through in life and to prepare them for that thing which is ahead. It is not to allow them to walk into unfamiliar territory. It is to teach Teach them how to guard themselves, to see clearly what is before them, to give them the discretion, amen, to be able to have sound knowledge and wisdom, to make right choices and right decisions. And this comes from giving of themselves. And you notice Cornelius is also listed as a praying man. Paul told Timothy, he says, I exalt first and foremost that prayer and session, given of thanks be made for all men, for kings and those that are in authority, that we might lead a quiet and peaceful life with all godliness, because this is well-pleasing to God. Prayer is so unique to motherhood. And I think every mother will tell you whether she likes to or not, she finds herself praying. Help, Lord! Lord Jesus! <laughs> what am I going to do, Lord? They are constantly in prayer pray without ceasing and in everything give thanks for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. A mother has to pray. She will find herself in many hours of prayer whether she thinks so or not. She finds herself because of her children seeking God continually. If it is to bring them back home, if it is to protect them, is it to show them the right way. Whatever it takes, It takes a mother who is willing to pray. Amen. It is shown forth in what they do. The Bible says, If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven and forgive them of their sins and heal the land. You see, a mother is a prayer warrior. She's one that goes before as Paul told Timothy I am persuaded that the thing that was in your mother and in your grandmother is also in you Timothy's mother and his grandmother, amen, help educate him, they help bring him up right in the right way, it is an example of a home that had devoutness, it is an example of a home of a mother and a grandmother that was willing to give, it is an example of a praying mother and a praying grandmother. They taught them the right way. And so Paul says to Timothy, I am persuaded that the same faith that was in them was also in you. So here's Cornelius, a man of devoutness, a man of giving, a man of... A prayer and Cornelius goes in being the ninth hour at three o'clock in the afternoon to pray and he sees in a vision a man coming into him and saying to him, Cornelius, your prayers and your alms has come up before God as a memorial and now send a chopper for one Simon of Peter. He lives by the seaside, amen, and he will tell you what you ought to do and notice the obedience of Cornelius he immediately sends for one Simon Peter at the same time that Cornelius is having a vision God is moving upon Simon Peter with the vision and Peter's in a trance and he's up on the roof and as he's on the roof he falls into a trance and a sheet is let down and he's got all unclean animals inside of this sheet. And he here the Lord says, Rise, Peter, slay and eat. And Peter says, Not so, Lord, for I have never touched anything uncommon and unclean. And this was done three times. And the Lord said to him, Say not amen, that which I have cleaned is unclean. Amen. And Peter Peter wakes up out of his trance, uh, and he wonders uh, what this thing could be. And he finds that at the door are men waiting for him. They're looking for him, and when they summons if he's there, Peter comes down to them uh, and asks, "What reason did they seek him?" And he they began to tell him that our father Cornelius uh, three days ago was praying. And he's seen in a vision an angel coming into him and said unto him, Send the chopper and call for one Simon Peter who lives by the seaside with one Simon the Tanner, and he will tell you what you ought to do. And Peter, a few days later, came with them. And as he walked into Cornelius' house, Cornelius bowed down before him. Peter takes him by the hand and says, Rise up. Up, I am a man just like you are, and I want to know why you have summoned for me. And Cornelius began to relate to Peter what has taken place. And Peter says to him, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, they that fears him and worketh righteousness is accepted of him. And as Peter began to preach about Jesus Christ, The Bible says that the Holy Ghost fell upon all them that heard the word, and they of the circumcision, which believe was astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles were poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answer Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized? which shall receive the Holy Ghost as well. As we, And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then pray they him to tarry certain days. The gospel of Jesus Christ. This gospel preached to the Gentiles. Through the one faithful man, the man in the band, Cornelius. A man who was a devout man. One who worshipped God with his whole house. One that gave much to the people. And one to pray to God often has now opened the door for you and I to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God will not leave us faithfulness. He will not forget us if we are devout. He will not forget us if we are givers. He will not forget us if we are prayers constantly seeking the Lord while he may be found upon him while he is near. Let the wicked man forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy and he will abundantly pardon even to the God of our salvation. For his ways are not our ways and neither is his thoughts our thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven to water the earth and turn not thither, but give it its seed and bread to the sower, so shall my word be which goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return void, but shall accomplish that which I please it, saith the Lord. We see, amen, the character traits of Cornelius, of devoutness, of giving in a prayer, offered unto him and open the door for a vision to get more from God and And as the Lord broke sin, He says, "...send to Joppa." for one Simon of Peter. You see, when your vision is aligned with God's vision, Amen, He will tell you what you need to do. Every time God will reveal to you when you are devout to Him, when you are praying to Him, and when you are giving to Him. You see, you can't be a giver without praying. And you can't be a prayer without giving. They go hand-to-hand. Notice the Scripture says he was given much, and he prayed often. If you pray, you're going to give. If you give, you're going to pray. Amen. And all this just does is make you a devout person of God. And as a result, the man in the van opened the door for the Gentiles, for you and I. To receive the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank God for our military. Thank God for men and women that are praying in the military. Thank God, amen, for men and women that are given of themselves. Amen. Notice how this thing unfolds. Because military men and women are givers. They're given of themselves for the freedom of the nation. Amen. And as a result, God will reveal to you more when you are prayer. Amen. And the more you give, the more He'll give to you. So give on giving because His Word is true. You cannot outbeat God's gift. No matter how you try. For just as sure as you're giving, the Lord is a giver on high. The more you give, the more He'll give to you. So keep on giving, because His Word is true. You can't outbeat God's giving. Amen. He knows the things you have need of. Amen. Before you ever ask. So let me encourage you this morning to keep giving of yourself to God. Keep praying. Amen. I know. Maybe you've been waiting on a vision. And we know the Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. But if you pray, if you give of yourself, I guarantee you, God will reveal to you the things that He has for you in your life. Paul says, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men, the things which God has prepared for them that love Him. But He's revealed it to us by His Spirit. Yea, the Spirit searches all things, uh, yea, the deep things of God, uh, I want you to know this morning, God's got a purpose for your life. Uh, He's got something for you. You keep praying, and I guarantee you, uh, He's going to reveal to you the vision uh, of what He has for you, and He will send someone to you to tell you what you ought to do. Praise God. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Truly, God is good. Hallelujah. All the time. All the time, God is good. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe you've been praying for God to give you direction in your life this morning. Maybe you've been seeking God. Maybe you've been calling out to God to reveal things to you, to show you the right way. Amen. I come to tell you this morning that neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given to men whereby we might be saved. We must be saved by the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your good works will not save you. As Brother Miller was teaching this morning. Amen. If anybody would have had an opportunity to be saved. Amen. It would have been Cornelius. A devout man. One that prayed often and one that gave much. But he was still liking something. In his life. He was still liking something in his life. And the angel says, Cornelius, send the joppa for one Simon Peter. He lives by the seaside. About a year and a half ago when we were in Israel. The first stop that we made was in Caesarea by the seaside, the place where Simon Peter was summoned to come to Cornelia's household. It was there that I knelt down in the ruins of the pool, the place that they said that Peter baptized Cornelius in his household. Picked up a few rocks out of that old pool area in the ocean there by the seaside. And I began to think, Brother Wayne, as I was picking up rocks and other people was moving on down the way, going to other sites, For some reason, I just couldn't pull myself away from that spot. And I began to pray and to focus on that site and that spot. I began to ask the Lord, what was so unique about this spot? Felt the Lord speak and says, It's all about his character. A man of devoutness. A man about giving. A man about prayer. A man that had come to understand about Jesus Christ man who had fallen in love had heard about the word of God and seen and heard what Jesus had done had made a commitment to serve and because he had decided to serve and to love God it was more that he needed and he needed the truth of the gospel and so Peter was summoned to come and to tell him what he ought to do and that's why Peter says after they were all filled with the Holy Ghost can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which has received the Holy Ghost as well as we Every day I think the man in the band. Because if the man in the band had not been devout and not been a giver and not been a prayer, then we have received the truth of the gospel as Gentiles. So... Always thank the man in the band. Amen. I know this is not your typical message that you wanted to hear today. But hey, God's good. Amen. Lord, we thank you. Father, we praise you today, God, for thy grace and mercy. We thank you for your love, God, towards us and all that you do. God, you know everything that we have need of that before we ever ask to be. But God, I thank you, Lord, for men man such as Cornelius. I thank you for the people of God that are devoted to you, God. People that are prayer warriors and people that are givers, oh God, to the kingdom of God. I ask you, dear God, to continue, Lord, to open our vision and our understanding of the things that you have for us, O God. May we continue to seek after thee, God, with our whole heart, mind, and soul. Bless your people today, God, I pray. Bless every mother. Bless their day, God, I pray. Give them the wisdom and knowledge, Lord, of how to teach. Their family, so oh God, I pray and bless them more in this name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As they sing and play this morning, if you want to pray, the altars are open. We'll pray with you. If you have to leave, I, we understand. And may God keep his hands upon each and every one of you. Amen. Teacher, we're glad you're with us today. Amen. Aaron, Morgan, all of you, Amen. God bless you. In the presence.